0: i get a beer while eric changes his mic yeah actually janosh yeah. can just give you a little speech
1: so miles and i were, were were previously talking about how fucking funny it is that there are people out there who earnestly believe that bruce lee could beat muhammad ali in a fight And there's entire sections of the internet out there where people who have very clearly not only never been in a fight but have probably never touched a woman will sit there and claim that Bruce Lee has some sort of magic powers that mean that within the context of a street fight, he could beat someone who is 65 kilos and, you know, eight inches, uh, 65 kilos heavier than him, eight inches taller than him, and also one of the greatest athletes who has ever lived, ever. And these people earnestly live in fucking fantasy lands. And I don't understand... One, how these people exist. And I also really want to know- Actually, no, this is an aside. I really want to know what other dumb shit that these people believe.
0: Yeah, I reckon- I really genuinely think- these There'll are be a lot same, of libertarians among them. 100% of yes. libertarians. People who are like, don't, please yeah. tread on me. Yeah, um,
1: it's, yeah but like, like because that's very much like- a, It's a pure meritocracy. It's all skill. It's, yeah. There's no physical- component to the fight. Yeah, the attributes
0: don't matter. Yeah. I think probably these people a lot is there's a very strong overlap with people who are just like, man, if I had fucking tried when I went to school.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know yes. they're like,
0: no, I've got that raw ability. I've got the I've got yeah. things that no one else yeah. knows
1: about. Yes. Um these other everyone is like everyone's a fucking idiot except for me yeah. who works at Subway. <laughs> <laughs> and i watch i watch
0: that intellectual anime you know it's people who really think that if they watch a movie long enough and they can make it part of their identity and who they are and they can replace bits of their missing soul mm. in the basement with other cool shit
1: yeah big crypto guys
0: me. huge crypto energy yeah yeah this is a crypto podcast now <laughs>
2: What's out? What's the name of that? This is a
0: crypto podcast. It's called Trash Coin. Trash Coin. Yeah, and Trash Coin tells you right out that it's a Ponzi scheme on the (laughs) website. Yeah, you can do that. By the way, really? There was one where they just were like, "Yeah, it's a Ponzi scheme," and people just totally invested in it anyway. That's And then then they just ripped off, and then they just left.
2: That's insane. And then they were
0: like, "We told you it's a Ponzi scheme." (laughs) that's it. (laughs) I love that so much. Fucking
2: rules. Is it is it legal to run a Ponzi scheme in Australia?
0: Anything's legal in crypto because code is law. Oh, <clears throat> that's how they go. So if you steal something, if you hack the fucking contract, the crypto contract, mm. and you steal things, it doesn't count as stealing because the code let you do it, and therefore it's the code's fault. Sorry, not at fault.
2: If I hack into like some <clears throat> kind of government database, well, uh, only if the
0: government database is in Ethereum. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which so far, not yet. But if a radical change to government policy occurred in the future due to the election of a charismatic individual with a new paradigm, Mm. maybe things could change.
1: Yeah.
2: Someone who is fiscally conservative, but also very liberal in select other areas. Yeah. with a passion for for innovation in business and society.
0: Mm. Yeah. Someone who unites a broad cloth under him, a broad spectrum of people, um, with a universal love, or at least tolerance.
2: We are, of course, talking about Mark Wahlberg.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and the funky bun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, Mark, Mark Mark Wahlberg. Like, yeah, a very like a big tent candidate for everyone except the Vietnamese. <laughs> Dude, and like, have you have you seen the fucking um, like the the interviews that he's like given? about that incident
2: no i'm surprised this media team let those questions through it's fucking wild like and he basically just like a
1: yeah i don't do it again like <laughs> holy <laughs> shit
2: <laughs> what the fuck yeah, yeah
1: yeah he just wigged out and like just like pretty sure he was just like it was like a hotel clerk or something some mm. and he was just like yelling slurs at him and just like beating him with like a phone <laughs> and then it was just like blinded him and
2: it was just like, holy shit yeah oh yeah and this this like they were like oh fuck like he destroyed one of his eyes right yeah 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 and he was like no no sorry I lost that eye while I was fighting for America in Vietnam yeah <laughs> damn dude beat the shit out of a vet yeah wow yeah, yeah. well we can't elect him president anymore who's it gonna be well it'll have to be the slightly browner Mark Wahlberg Dwayne the Rock Johnson Hey, you're listening to Trashbunker <laughs> <laughs> now's the time drop the intro
0: this is the intro you're listening to trash bunker it's a media analysis crypto and fight sports podcast do we talk about we talk about uh, films and sometimes TV and we talk about cinematic universes and we tell you why every single thing made by a studio or person is evil propaganda or po- sometimes good propaganda actually sometimes we mostly bad story. but mostly bad because most of the world is terrible this is gonna be an ongoing expose by this and ongoing i mean over the course of this podcast over the next like two hours as eric fucking rips and duck what the fuck are you doing anyway this is a good podcast this is a professional podcast eric's getting the duct tape out he's duct taping Yanush to his seat so that Yanush can't get away from this discussion he looks he's got like he's got designs on me but i'm on the other side of the table he can't reach what could happen i'm your boy handsome miles <laughs> Nice. Who else is here? No, I'm not here. (laughs) Janos is no longer here. He's duct taped to the chair, but he refused to participate as his God-given right.
2: (laughs) And uh, notionally here, but only notionally, is me, Eric. Taping some shit up. Doing some taping. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's nice. How good is the sound of gaffer tape, though?
1: Yeah, that's really Beautiful. Beautiful
2: music to my ears
1: fuck my brain is just absolutely jelly right now
2: bro we have like so many uh neurochemical adjusting things in the house like is this are you gonna do it are you gonna have a cup of tea on the pot
1: oh i might have a cup of tea on the
0: pot we've been promising it for years this is the yeah. one where janos does a cup of tea
1: yeah yeah it might happen it's time for some spicy yeah, robots. The only, the only way that you're going to know whether or not this happens if you stick it out to the end. I made it this far. Congratulations, honestly. It's all right. We can cut it. We yeah. can cut out whatever we want. Yeah, Eric can edit
0: this. Yeah, we, oh, God. That's, why that's, we there's no way that's happening. That's yeah, <laughs> why Eric's the only paid member of this podcast. Yeah, we
2: can, we can, Actually, I'm we can the only one who, it. like, loses money. <laughs> oh, damn. Damn it.
1: <laughs> we, can, we can We can rock bottom it. And just like make it say whatever we want. Like, we don't need to say anything good. And then we can just, you know, it's going to be a soundboard. Yeah. 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 Just
0: replace everyone with their greatest hits. And the whole soundboard is just neoliberalism, but at different pitches. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Me occasionally just being like, yes, fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it's the CIA. Like,
2: yeah. oh, shit. Damn, man. I hate it when that happens.
1: Yeah.
0: Great take. Yeah. I feel yeah. like we need Eric to drive this one. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
2: I'm, this is going to be a fucking team effort. I knew as soon as I saw fucking Disney's Jungle Cruise that this was going to be like it's a tentpole pole movie for Disney. Mm. It's like classic adventure shit. They're doing the Pirates of the Caribbean thing where it's heavily tied to the theme parks. Mm. Looking at driving huge revenue. Highest paid action star. Mm-hmm. Highest, highest paid actor in the world for the last few years. Dwayne The Rock Johnson as the lead. Emily Blunt much beloved. You know, it's, it's a huge fucking deal. And it was the movie that kicked shit off after, you know, cinemas were closed throughout the pandemic.
1: Um, In terms of it being uh, related to the ride, I've been on the Jungle Cruise ride at Disneyland. uh, And that ride has the highest attrition rate for the people who work it. Because when they work it, they take you on this, like, you know, this little jungle cruise, essentially, where there's just these dumb set pieces and whatever. And they tell just effectively dad jokes, but they have to tell the same dad jokes again and again and again. And each time the uh, thing goes around, like each of the rides at Disneyland are way shorter than you can imagine. They're like 20 seconds. Like you wait in line for like five hours and the ride will be, you know, 20 seconds to 60 seconds. Like they just pump through it so fast. And these people have to do this like every minute on the minute, the same dad jokes again and again and again. So when you get on and I went on this multiple times. So, so I could why just- Why did you w- go on this? Uh, so I could this well, one, well, one was because I went on like, just a, a really like dream day in which there was almost no one there. So I like barely had to wait for anything. Was oh, it Christmas? Nice. No, no, it wasn't. Um, it was some, it was, uh, I can't remember when, but like there was almost no one there. So like I got to go on like fucking Space Mountain like 10 times, it was fucking sick. Um, yeah, which is like, it, it's only good if you can do it 10 times because it lasts for like 30 seconds. Um, and- so I went on that because I was just like, like, like how, like, like how do these people do it? And like, you could watch them like degrade throughout the day. So you'd start and like, they'd like be like, obviously just not having it right already. Like they're in a bad mood. They're at like one out of 10 and they would be like almost actively hostile by the end of the day. It was fucking great. It was so sick. Like they were just, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I can't even describe how empty they looked as human beings. Just, like, just absolutely their soul has just been, like, fucking ripped from their mouths, and they're just gone. Much like
0: movie executives.
1: Yes. Yeah. But anyway, it's really interesting they decided to make a movie about that one because it's, like, really fucking boring, and it's just that. Like, it's just, like, you pot around, there's a couple of set pieces, they'll, like, point to, like, oh, look, there's some fucking, like, animatronic you know, jungle animal. And then they'll like make a dumb joke about it. And then like, you just move on. Okay. And that's it. That's all it is. Okay. So for like,
0: I'll be honest before Eric told us we were going to do this podcast, I had not heard of this movie or, you know, I had like no idea of it at all. I didn't know it Mm. existed. So can you give us like a five, you know, not even five minute, like a 30 second plot rundown of, Jungle Spade, sorry totally. Jungle
2: Cruise. Yeah, I mean like my brain smoothed all the way over in the course of watching this, so I only really like retain the the broad strokes, if you will. <clears throat> we have feminist archaeologist uh, maligned by her peers um, and her foppish brother, her dandy brother, uh, head off to the Amazon after stealing a rare amulet and some maps to search for a thing called the Tree of Life mystical Amazonian plant, you know, uh, rumored to be able to cure any kind of medical ailment. They get there, hire Dwayne The Rock Johnson as their skipper. He's a bit of a wheeler and dealer, Um, but also, you know, classic everyman adventure guy, totally stoic, absolutely unflappable. You know, the movie opens with, like, the classic Jungle Cruise thing where he takes a bunch of people for his, like, tourist ride of their little, like, section of the Amazon. And he's doing all of the dad jokes and sequence. And they do little revisionist things where they're just, like, maybe we'll be a bit less racist in the movie <laughs> version of the Jungle Cruise. And then, yeah, you know, they journey off into the uh, jungle, trying to find the, the tree of life. Um, but they're doing it against the clock because there are also Nazis. And Sorry, actually? Yeah. This is actually added, like, Nazis. Yeah, in the early 20th century, they have a submarine that they're going through <laughs> the Amazon in. Uh, yeah, there are Nazis, and there are also undead conquistadors who have been cursed by a local tribe after they got angry when they couldn't find the tree of life and you know slaughtered them mm. all right twist turns out that doing the rock johnson as the skipper frank wolf is one of those spaniards but he was the good one who didn't attack the villagers mm. And... The mar- yeah,
0: the good conquistador, the moral conquistador.
2: To totally, yeah. I didn't
0: know we were going to do a war.
1: Right.
2: I only came here looking for slaves and gold. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And I was going to have to kill anybody. So there's, you know, this classic, you know, sort of like multiple threads, you know, people getting kidnapped, yada, yada, yada. All very Disney-ish adventure, pulpy. It explains why Dwayne the Rock Johnson is, you know, so unflappable because he's experienced. And he's a wise older gentleman who is comfortable with pain and, you know, knows these lands better than anyone. Anyway. The ending is that they wind up getting there. There's basically like an internal conflict between him and a female protagonist. Um, whose name I've forgotten but is constantly referred to as pants because she wears pants in the 20th century and people make a big deal out of it constantly big girl boss energy she wants to get a petal from the tree to make medicine for everyone back in London he's like I have lived for like 500 years I want to die let me die she's like why don't you come back with me and they have like their little sort of romance thing going on um, and in the end you know rather than uh choosing uh death he chooses to stick around and enjoy the wonders of modern london with uh this you know very intelligent ambitious scientist
0: lame yeah super lame yeah it's it's pretty boring that's why we don't don't get him on the pod
2: dwayne the rock johnson
0: yeah he doesn't appreciate (laughs) death enough yeah
1: that's why we constantly (laughs) reject all of his offers (laughs) <laughs> We're not
0: returning his gold
1: anymore. Yeah, he's offered us millions of dollars and we have said no because we have principles. <laughs> Literally constantly in my DMs. All the time.
2: DJ, please, just stop. Mm. You, you're going to keep making accounts and I'm going to keep blocking them.
0: So it sounds just like an, not even pretending not to be an Indiana Jones ripoff.
2: Oh, totally. Okay. I mean, well prior to Jungle Cruise being a thing, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who was a producer on this, and we'll get into that, his producing, because he's been doing a lot of that since 2011, which is a which is a hallmark year for him. He said an interview with Jamie Foxx in, I think, 2016, promoting Skyscraper on the Grey Goose off-script YouTube channel. Sorry, I'm just getting way too many details here. But he said that he had always admired Harrison Ford. He was like a key influence for him. And he's done a bunch of Indiana Jones-esque shit. Like that formula that he identified as being like a man of action who is charming, but also libidinous is like the fucking holy trinity of pretty much every movie he's done.
1: Yeah. Even in uh, ones where like in Jumanji, where he's playing a guy who's just embodying the avatar of a guy who is like that. Yeah. He still always gets to just be Indiana Jones. Like even when he's. Not Indiana Jones. Yeah, he's
0: huge, huge Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Indiana Jones, but with none of that, like, lame, regular body size. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. For losers. For losers. (laughs) He's a cool, relatable Indiana Jones with biceps the size of your head.
2: Totally. He's fucking up the scientific... He's just skewing the numbers on the scientific black pill just further and further into the red for ordinary, everyday guys.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Uh, Just by his mere presence. Yeah, I mean, even in 2021's red notice tentpole mockbuster, as they call them now for for netflix the last sequence of the film is him doing indiana jones dress-ups for some reason they have to go to a nazi bunker in the middle of the amazon again wow
0: well yeah there's a, a lot of nazis in his okay so and his next movie is i think a dc one black adam yes
2: yeah, so Black Adam's interesting. I mean, maybe we can build up to what's going on in Black Adam with just All like right, a right. quick overview right, of yeah. his filmography. Yeah,
1: just take to just take us on this ride. Take yeah. us on this jungle cruise. Aaron.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you can't call it That's Wait a minute. Just like I Dwayne The Rock Johnson, we are blasting and cruising our way through <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> You like that one?
1: That was very good. I, I really appreciate I guess that. the joke was about steroids. <laughs> to the, on there, the gear. Yeah, there are ways in which you can take steroids, and that is one of the popular ways in which you can dose steroids.
2: That's why they call him the Scorpion King, because he's always, you know, like getting always. a pinch in the butt. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Like mm. So, um, yeah, there's like a few distinct phases of the rock screen. I mean, like the... You know me, I always want to go way, way back to the very beginning. Do what dude. you got to do, baby. Go to Dan Carlin on it. Dan who? Dan Carlin. Who's that? He's
0: the hardcore history guy.
2: Oh, shit. He's the
0: guy who's great because his podcasts are always like, now I'm going to do long. a podcast. Yeah, because it's like we're going to do a podcast of World War One, so we need to start in 1723 and talk about <laughs> the fucking birth of the Habsburg cousin. <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
2: carry on. That's that's a great way to have a series of many pods that people are signed up to subscribe for. Yeah. Mm uh yeah so he like he grew up poor in a wrestling family we'll bring up extra detail for all this shit this is just like the broad overview mm. grew up poor in hawaii um was doing crimes got arrested a bunch of times got a scholarship to play football because he was always a big dude very strong uh that didn't really work out went into wrestling obviously you know had success there after a while that was a rocky start um until he turned heel as the people's champion the rock then he you know, kind of made the transition to films after The Mummy Returns. He was only in for like seven minutes, but people loved him in it. And then he, for The Scorpion King, got the highest then, and it may still be the highest debut paycheck for any leading man. 5.5 million. First time leading man for The Scorpion King. Wow. People thought that was pretty good. You know, it's fairly well received. Anyway, so that comes out in like 2002. From then all the way through to like 2010, uh, he's like having a bad time in Hollywood. They're all just like, bro. Like all of the leads, you know, you got to slim down. You got to conform to this kind of like conventional Hollywood leading man look that we've got for you. So he keeps getting smaller and smaller. And um, always a mistake. Never get smaller. Yeah, we're all about degrowth except of yourself.
1: Yes. Yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Limit consumption of the society. Endless consumption for the individual. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. So he does. I mean, just like quick rundown. You know, like. Uh, he does Walking Tall, the ru- my movie called The Rundown, uh, Be Cool, Doom, Southland Tales, Gridiron Gang, The Game Plan, Get Smart, Race to Witch Mountain, The Tooth Fairy, which was probably like his low point. And around about then, he's going like, you know what, I'm getting a bunch of films here, but I'm not like having a great time. He gets depressed, he, like he breaks up with his wife in 2008. Um, he, you know, arguably... You know, there's like a few rumory things we can get into There, I spent like fucking eight hours on the Lipstick Alley forums looking for like gossip and dirt on Dwayne The Rock Johnson and melted my fucking brain. I do not recommend ever doing this
0: dedication, Eric. We appreciate it.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Cheers. Just taking the psychic hits. So you don't have to dear listeners. That's how much we love you. Just put in the irony bit there. No, (laughs) no. Eric
0: is the psychic shield of the world.
2: (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, if,
0: if, if that was true, it would all be fucked. We put you up on the cross. <laughs> Eric, Eric died for our sin. Your sins, listeners.
2: Taking the hits. Anyway, yeah, so around about, I think it's 2010, he changes over management um, and gets his, you know, newly ex-wife, Danny Garcia, who had been a driving force for him. You know, they met in college. When he was having a terrible time, he was super depressed. She was like, this guy's got something. I'm going to help him get his grades back, structure his life. You know, she was like a junior VP, I think. I hope I'm not selling her short there. She was some kind of VP at Merrill Lynch for a while there before she, you know, quit to do her own businesses and shortly thereafter, like, manage Dwayne the rock Johnson's career and like set up a production company with him and all these side businesses. I mean, each of them is probably going to be like billionaires within the year, Mm. you know, enterprises alone, you know, have valuations that would put them like each in excess of, I think like 800 million, possibly more like they are very wealthy. Fuck. And so she made a smart call to like, you know, stay in with With you. Keep backing that, keep backing that guy.
1: Yeah. So I take it. It wasn't like a particularly messy divorce.
2: I mean, publicly it was amicable, but Behind if you believe scenes. what you hear online,
1: mm, and I do, I believe everything do. That I hear online.
2: Yeah, I mean, like you, you know how it is—like you read enough shit about someone, and like your bullshit detector starts to get real fucking dialed in. Yeah, on the points that are consistent and the points that aren't, and depending on like the level of detail people go into, mm. it sounds like you know this dude was on the road like two hundred days out of the year. Yeah, he was. It's a, a lot of people have said that he was fucking around.
1: Yeah, fair enough.
2: And, you know, kind of out of his mind sometimes about it too, you know. Yeah. So his current wife, Lauren Hashian, mm. he met two years before he divorced his wife on the set of The Game Plan. And, you know, she was in the girlfriend zone right up until a few years ago, mm. right about when the presidential rock talk starts coming through Mm -hmm. no i'm getting interested eric yeah yeah and so like you compare danny garcia and lauren hashian wife one and wife two wife one taking a lot of wins a lot of monetary material wins you know i think she's married now to dwayne's previous pt really yeah
1: wow interesting
0: yeah the man behind the man and the woman behind the man behind the man behind the man
2: (laughs) Whereas Lauren's super private. Danny's very public. Whereas, yeah, Lauren has been like very much in the shadows this whole time. Uh, but, you know, I mean, she's, she's winning in her own right if that's what she wants. Moving up from the suburbs of Boston to, you know, being, being The Rock's wife. But anyway, yeah, so Danny takes over managing uh, Dwayne's career, ran 2011. That's when Fast Five comes out, leaves CAA. You know, arguably the biggest agency, I'm pretty sure, mm-hmm. moves to, I think it's WAE or AWE mm-hmm. as a new agency. And, you know, when you hear Dwayne The Rock Johnson talk about this, he's saying like, you know, he was like super frustrated. He was, you know, swinging back around from the other side of depression. He was just like, this shit isn't working out. Mm you know I'm not as big as I want to be in every sense. Yeah. And so he's just like I'm going to start fucking lifting again. I got to make this Hollywood shit work for me. Danny's like, "Fuck yeah, we're going to like, they're on the same page about that shit." Mm. And that's when we get a string of films that have some extraordinarily similar qualities. And 5 years into this run, Dwayne is fucking stratospheric in terms of his profile. Yeah. yeah he's huge. Jamie yeah. Foxx would call him the box office bully. Just fucking hit after hit after hit. The most bankable actor in America, mm. and like broadly much beloved.
0: Yeah, no question. He's got he's very charismatic guy.
1: Yeah, I give it on screen. Which but also, all of his movies are shit.
0: Hey, Fast Five's a banger. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's just the Fast series. They're all great. Yeah, but this is when he shows up and it's him and Vin Diesel with, just like with fucking oiled up biceps staring at each other and channeling Predator. Yeah, very
2: true. You know they fucking
1: <laughs> hated each other.
2: Really? I yeah. thought you were going to say, you know, they fucked. There's a
1: lot of tension between them. Like supposedly, yeah, they like actually came to like a physical altercation on the set of one of the Fast movies. I think it was Fast 7. They should have just filmed mm-hmm.
0: it. Yeah, they really put should it straight have.
2: straight in the movie. Yeah,
1: it would have been fucking
2: great. Yeah, I would have yeah. loved it.
1: Yeah, it would
0: have been awesome. Yeah. Um no Fast Five's a banger. Anyway. Fast Five's fucking great. Great movie.
2: Yeah, totally. It's oily. I up. mean, how would you describe he's So oily. Oh, so oily. He's constantly sweating. Yeah, constantly. And he's wearing his like uh, I'm not sure if he tactical had, tank top, right? <laughs> the fucking Under Armour branded, yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, he has like a like an Under Armour line of his own. I think it's called like Planet Rock or Project Rock or something like that. I don't know, but yeah, the very image Under of a J JSOC. <laughs> a J JSOC style operator. Mm. Yeah. So, how would you describe Hobbs in that film?
0: Uh, I don't think. Hobbs is Hobbs is he Hobbs in that film? That's his think, name. Oh, so this yeah, is how Hobbs. much I actually paid yeah. attention. I was like, oh, it's The Rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Well, he's he's on the side of the law, but he's not like a he's not one of those uh, stuck up lawmen. You know, he's cool he's a cool lawman. And once he sees that Vin Diesel's just doing everything for family, he comes around.
2: And, that's mm. the, and he's
0: very heroic.
2: The whole FF thing, right? Like yeah. choosing honor over duty. Mm, that's mm. exactly right.
0: He's a very honorable lawman.
2: Totally. Yeah, and that's like that's a fucking one of the core threads that runs through all of these films. Like when it comes down to it, pretty much every single time he is honorable as fuck. There are a couple of exceptions here, like Pain and Gain, which came a couple of years later. But Dwayne didn't, like he was ready to leave that film. Like it took a lot to persuade him to get him to stay around. And, you know, it kind of worked for some of his audiences, like, you know, the wrestling. He, like he does every now and again, you know, he regularly, you know, keeps the wrestling audience topped up and like the... You know, aspirationally big dudes and big dudes who love big dudes crowd. So, (laughs) does that track?
1: That one hundred percent tracks. So
0: so he'll he'll just what turn up at a WWE. You know, I assume they'll just be like, oh, and who's this? It's the by God, it's the Rock's music, something like that.
2: It's The Rock rapping with Tech Nine. Right, yeah. It's about drive. It's about power. We stay hungry. We devour. Yeah, oh no, he yeah, so comes in and in.
0: fucking smashes a chair over someone and leaves, kind of thing.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, I mean, like, I think the highest selling WrestleMania was like a special event where The Rock came back in I think 2012 or maybe more recently I can't remember but one of them he's getting fucking old to do wrestling he's fuck I think he's in his 50s now yeah because like I remember
1: even back in the day like there were the matches that like Vince McMahon did back when he was sort of in his 50s but you could Mm. tell that he wasn't moving that good we should do a know. part about Vince McMahon. Yeah, actually, oh, we really like, should un- we, we, we should actually go into Vince McMahon because yeah. he's fucking weird. Yeah. And like oh. looking at that era where wrestling starts to play with breaking the illusion mm. and sort of like poisoning the illusion with reality and vice versa to sort of just create this weird nebulous zone where the game is now figuring out what is real and what is not
2: oh yeah yeah, right. yeah yeah he
1: gets he gets into like this yeah he does He does a lot of like really like wild shit around the time that um, fucking what's his name leaves and goes to WCW I uh, don't know we'd have to dig Van into Demme?
0: it Van Dam. yeah no, no not, Van, not Van Damme well we'll dig into this this is definitely a future part but we'll put oh, it oh up. yeah Van Dam's the fucking he's the, like, the actor yeah, yeah I'm he's thinking he's of someone else French guy French, French Bruce Lee <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey you big tough guy <laughs> why don't you come say that there to my face <laughs> this
0: is an impressions pod yeah all right yeah
2: where were we in the fucking oh fuck, yeah in the rock, the rock timeline
0: the rock chronology yeah. chronology
2: Well, I mean, like speaking of the wrestling thing, actually before we, Mm. like, I'm glad you brought that up because like Rocky's father was a wrestler and he left the business with practically nothing. Yeah. And so that was like a key reason for him to get out while he was ahead, like at the Mm. top of his game. It's like super bankable, highest profile. Like he knows the best thing he can do for his body and, you know, his lifestyle long-term is to make the move to something else. He was originally thinking, you know, like a sitcom or something, Mm. but then the Mummy Returns thing came up and he just ran with it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like that, that absolutely makes sense because you know it's as like a probability game the longer you stay in wrestling the probability to you doing a Chris Benoit becomes one yeah yeah, yeah. 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 just <laughs> enough trend and enough opiates and enough stimulants and you'll just Chris Benoit
2: oh totally yeah I mean like there's an argument to be made that maybe Dwayne The Rock Johnson like did that a little bit in 2006 Ooh, and- spice. Yeah, I mean, oh fuck. All right, I'm going to have to pull up the fucking lipstick alley allegedly. Yes. All right, let's get in the this fucking. Is a gossip
1: forum. In, <laughs> fucking I love this. I love this so much.
2: Okay. Like he was in a shoplifting ring when he was in his early teens. Mm-hmm because he was like kind of fucked up about being poor and wanted to like look rich and yeah. so he was like stealing clothes.
0: Sorry, I was laughing then because I was just imagining like a fucking enormous man like trying to sneak out of a store.
2: Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, you know what I mean? Like, straight up, he would have been like fucking huge at yeah, that it age. Good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, He was like, I think when he was like 15 or something, he was already six feet tall. Yeah. Just yeah, being yeah. In-
0: trying to be inconspicuous. Yeah, totally. yeah. <laughs> yeah just like a cartoon <laughs> elephant like exactly. hiding behind a little tree. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but he got, like, arrested for fighting, like, a bunch of times as well. Mm. Like, in his first book, his, you know, ghost-written biography, which is fucking impossible to find now. Like, all of the fucking previously online links to Dirt that would have previously verified it, like, it's fucking impossible to find this stuff. There has been a cleanup job.
1: Whoa. On
2: Dwayne The Rock Johnson's life, you know, mm. pre-2010, I would say. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Um, which is around about when, you know, he changes out his entire team mm. agent manager pr group yeah. all of these people fucking rinsed out danny's there like taking the reins they're just mm. like all right let's fucking make this project into something like yeah. big long time anyway yeah
1: full rebrand so totally. then
2: we
0: go full heroic persona the yeah. like relatable everyman hero but still like the you know kind of the, the super Super, like I don't know yeah, like, like, a like,
1: yeah. Everyman like a superman every man hero yeah, yeah. yeah. every man hero yeah, yeah because because he's got the thing where it's like he is going to be maximizing every quality that every run of the mill dude aspires to have and yeah. thinks that he should have yeah nice. so he's super jacked he's super athletic he's really tall he's clean cut he's you know got eight, he's got some tattoos mm. But um, cultural ones, yeah, yeah, yeah. But e- but even then, like tattoos are like quite. I think like yeah, I think most people would like would like. It's like the midlife crisis thing. It's mm. like you want to drive fast cars and have a shitty little tribal tattoo. Yeah, and he's he's got like great teeth and he's very honorable and charming and charismatic and all this. Stuff. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's an action movie star. He's like living the life that everyone you know thinks that they want. Yeah, you know, so, like okay. like like he is in a way like trying to become like the platonic ideal of. The American man. Yeah. Like the yeah, modern yeah. American man. Yeah, that's right. right? Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. If anyone's winning at it, it's him, right? Oh yeah. Oh, I yeah. would
1: fucking want to be the rock so bad. Oh yeah. Of course you would. Why I wouldn't thought, you? I've thought about this for years <laughs> about how bad I would love to be The Rock. <laughs> I would give everything up. I would betray everyone that I know and love to be The Rock. <laughs>
2: But Yanosh, that's so ironic because the first step to being the Rock is being deeply, deeply honorable.
1: Yeah, no, I don't think so. I don't think think that anyone that gets to the position of like that kind of success is like a fucking monster, right? But the idea of the Rock, rock, I want to be. I just at least want to be that jacked. It's It's like um,
0: like like Clint Eastwood kind of thing, right? Like for this generation. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. But slightly less racist. I said for this generation. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, actually, yeah. For the times, yeah. like fucking Clint Eastwood. Ticking all the boxes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, ticking all the boxes. Yeah,
2: yeah. DJ slightly more legitimately masculine. I
1: yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Clint Eastwood like, also used to hide um, uh, the fact that he used to lift weights. Really? Yeah, so a lot of these older stars, like lifting weights was seen as something that was conspicuously gay. So, yeah, yeah. So Arnold Schwarzenegger was huge for, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone were gigantic in this turn of, like, action movie stars mm. to being jacked because they, like, would obviously have to lift weights to maintain sort of a relatively athletic figure and do whatever unless you were someone like Charles Bronson or something who just looked like a pug a dog but <laughs> you would but but there was actual, like, resistance and they would lie about it and they'd be like, no, I don't lift weights, I'm not a, I'm not like a I was about to say a slow there <laughs> <laughs> <but> like- <laughs>
0: This is a family-friendly podcast. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was, uh, but yeah, like like they would literally just like come out with it and just be like, no, like absolutely not. How dare you insinuate that I lift weights?
2: That's fucking wild. But also because Dwayne The Rock Johnson has previously said that this was how he turned around his first bout of depression mm. as a teen. Yeah. When he was like, after they got evicted, he was like, oh, fuck, you know, like I have some control over my body. I'm going to hit the gym. And if I get jacked and if I get big and strong, that's going to like give me some- some options. Yeah. And so psychologically, he's like said explicitly in this uh, fucking GQ interview that let me see if I can pull this fucking shit up because it's like an inch. Oh, there's so many fucking interviews. to <laughs> Fucking hate
1: GQ and every cunt who reads GQ.
0: Well, you don't like watch recommendations? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you <Yeah>, watch <laughs> recommendations in the 21st century. <laughs> fucking grow up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you don't want 21 leather belts every every man must own.
2: Mm my brother in christ you let your entire personality be determined by watch next, Serve recommend yeah.
1: <laughs> man but fucking like yeah but it's not only that it's like the bullshit about like oh we like these are all the books that every man should read and it's like fucking uh, Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. It's uh, mad because you can't finish a book. Yeah, <laughs> Excuse me. I have, I, have li- I have listened to five of the 21 Master and Command books as an audiobook narrated by Patrick <laughs> Right? So I have fucking got through plenty of books, thank you. Right? All of them just daring tales of naval heroics as read to me by a british man with a very gruff
0: yet soothing voice yeah but on the other hand Yanosh, here's a listicle of five cigar
1: cutters every man should buy yeah no no i'm i'm now just no i'm i'm better than these people because i now know what a stay sale is
2: <laughs> you know why Yanosh? i agree yeah. yeah. Couldn't agree more. Yeah, I agree. He said in this interview, how I equated it in my head was that I could go out and do something using my own commitment, my own two hands that would enable me to make money somehow. And then we would never get evicted again. That's why I hit the gym, the YMCA. And the thing is I still wake up in the morning with some deep seated fear that I have to keep working out so that I don't get evicted tomorrow. Someday I'll probably need to dredge up that stuff with a psychiatrist and figure it out. Until then, this interview is, you know, paraphrasing here, a pretty good alternative. Put in the work, put in the hours, and take what's ours.
0: That's so consistent with his public image yeah, yeah. Yep. That totally. just like the hustle culture thing.
2: Oh yeah, the that, yeah, yeah. Infinite he, adrenaline tap to yeah. just like wake up at four a.m. and just like
0: rise and, and grind. do stuff, do it and just be like a, a slew of motivational quotes you can jam together.
2: Yeah, hundred percent YouTube
0: video.
1: Yeah.
2: Anyway, so, yeah, apparently he strangled a woman for insulting his dad. Like, yep. Yep. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> just got to fucking rise and grind, baby.
2: <laughs> Allegedly, you know, I'm paraphrasing what someone else reported from this book I couldn't find, but he said, yep. yeah, that he admitted, I'm quoting the fucking post here, but he admitted to strangling some chick. He felt insulted his dad at a party. End quote.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, yep.
1: Yeah. And entrepreneur lesson number one, right, you need to ensure that you are receiving respect and you can't let yourself be disrespected because if other people see you being disrespected then they're not going to want to invest in you so, they'll disrespect you back. They'll disrespect, not only will they disrespect you back, but it's like a virus that will spread throughout the wider business community. You deserve it because you disrespect yourself. Exactly. Every time you let someone insult your dad. 100%. Don't right? take like, your own stock. Yeah, exactly. Don't take your own stock. Like, who's going to take you seriously? Like, who's going to want to invest in you if you're not going to stand up for, 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 for your product, i.e., your father? Your parent
2: company? Yeah, your parent yeah, company. your parent, yeah, your company, parent company. company. Like, if you're
1: not going to stand up for your parent company. When's Alphabet gonna acquire you? Yeah, exactly.
2: Treat every day like fucking IPO day, okay? Yeah, one hundred percent. Every day is day one. Yeah, one hundred. IPO of
0: the company that is you. Yes. On the New York Stock Exchange. hundred yes. percent. So of life. So when you,
1: <laughs> so when you get disrespected like this, right? Like I, like I, I, don't see, I don't see what the problem is. I think that like you know, all is fair love and war
2: and we can draw a straight line between this and getting yeah. paid one and a half million dollars per instagram post usd 100 like you see because the thing is this is the foundation for that allegedly <laughs>
1: <laughs> no i'm gonna come out and say it. you don't need to put an irony thing on this dwayne the rock johnson <laughs> strangled that woman <one. laughs>
2: he also tried to rip out the tongue of a rival football team's mascot really unsuccessfully i mean that's
1: kind of just cool yeah. yeah. Yeah, I give that as just like dumb. What was like, the mascot? Sports showboating.
2: Uh, the team was the Aztecs.
0: Oh. Oh. That feels worse. That does feel
1: worse.
2: <laughs> yeah, like a fucking. Especially Central
0: since it's an undead conquistador. <laughs> that's got all kinds of um, unsavoury connotations, doesn't <laughs> it?
2: There's some shit going on there. Yeah. If he just is
0: in real life, and he was like, "I finally have told the world my secret." <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, he's fucking constantly remixing his own history into something more pa- like palatable. It's very 21st
1: yeah, century. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of weird, particularly if he's doing the the scrubbing of like the darker parts of his history, because I think totally. it was like probably a bit more more consistent with his character when he was like purely a wrestler kind of movie guy yeah because the whole thing there is like a well i can like i am a bit of a heel as a wrestler or at least started as a bit of a heel as a wrestler and now like Um. i'm just an action movie guy
0: and this this is a pretty interesting approach as well actually if you treat if you compare it to you know trump in the last four years so
2: oh he's been compared to trump Quite a yeah, bit, over yeah, the last yeah, sure. But years. if we just mm. have, a,
0: if we just do a little bit of a dive, so obviously he's doing a remix of its past, but it's in a different way where he's just coming out and being this like uber American, nice guy, heroic figure. So if you if it ever comes out, then goes like. Oh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson strangled a woman because she insulted his dad. Like, I don't like. I don't know if the Rock could do something like that. You know, he seems like such a nice guy. And if someone said Trump strangled a woman, people were like, "Yeah, they don't fucking care." Because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he tells it like it is. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like it's sort of the op- the opposite approach. The more totally, yeah, palatable approach. It's
2: yeah, yeah. You have to work way harder to hold that approach down. But yeah. like, if you nail it, you win. Well, as yeah, uh, I think it's was it NBC or like Universal chairman ron meyer i think it was Mm. you know he hits all four quadrants quadrants young women older women young men older men everyone fucking likes this guy Mm. yeah for different reasons
1: yeah and also like as it 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 also when you do that type of thing it gives you license to do even more wild shit because that's exactly what happened with like i think another really good example of this is what happened with jimmy savile where you Jimmy Savile the 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 television presenter and like the radio D- oh, DJ yeah, yeah, from yeah, yeah. the UK the fucking yeah. devil who ended up just like raping and sexually assaulting hundreds of children basically was able to do that by being so like having this public image that was so ubiquitous right he was just in on everyone's TV on the radio every day like you couldn't turn on the TV without looking at Jimmy Savile and he would have this like persona where he like gives lots of charity and he goes around and he would travel the country constantly never staying in one place for too long and just like dropping into like people's houses and just making physical appearances constantly he was like the perfect celebrity he would just rock up charm people be on his way and then you just see him on tv
2: has dwayne the rock johnson ever done something like that all the time like this is something that dwayne the rock johnson
1: does a lot as well because he will constantly do stuff like um, one of the things that he does all the time is the, uh, the Hollywood tour buses. So obviously these buses have a really defined route. We're going to go to, to the star's house and the star's house and this star's house. So they leave at the same time. They follow a really consistent route. And oh, wouldn't you know, it's just oh, the Wayne, Dwayne The Rock Johnson's just pulled up. Would you believe it? He's just pulled up with the thing. And like, yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, yes. So make, make sure it's on video, of course. But he he does this constantly, constantly, right? Like, it just it, again, just making appearances and doing this sort of stuff and just always being in everyone's face. So Jimmy Savile used that as a cover so people wouldn't believe his things about sexual assault. So he would get away with like some wild stuff and some of the stuff that like people were talking about and ended up, you know, him getting- well, not even charged with because he died before any of the charges could land. But a lot of that stuff was heinous to the point of driving up to uh, like a children's hospital and then taking a bunch of like 13-year-old psychiatric patients and just like piling them in his car and just being like, we're going out for an adventure.
2: Oh, dear
1: Lord. Yeah, and then he just like take them back to like his apartment and rape them. Fuck. Yeah. Which I'm
0: not saying Dwayne the Rock Johnson necessarily I'm 100% does. saying that this is what Dwayne the Rock Johnson does.
2: Uh, I mean, do we want to do a fucking allegedly from Lipstick Alley yes. again? Yes, can we, can we
1: do all of the allegedly's from, from Lipstick Alley? Because like, I, I love gossip so much. I'm a messy bitch who loves
2: gossip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we all are. Deep down. Yeah. Fucking social yeah. animals. Anyone
1: who says that they're not is just an absolute fucking liar. Or they're boring. <laughs> or an intellectual
0: like me yeah. well, shut up
1: <laughs> give me drama give me filth
2: okay so look we might abbreviate this but I'm just going to read it out for the boys and mm. we'll keep him whatever sort of hits but Hell yeah. this is like the main messiest like main indicative thing right yes. Submitted anonymously. Obviously, this is a fucking rumor forum allegedly allegedly fucking allegedly here we go Yes, it's true. Dwayne slept around on his wife. We had encounters in 1998 and then again in 2001 the first time he met he The first time we met he had come to a town nearby where I went to school I was in college at the time and he was there for an untaped show My friends and I were all crushing on him and everyone wanted to know where he was long story short He was at a club dancing on any girl who had a nice body My friends were all too shook to approach him, but I went up and started dancing on him. Flash forward a few hours and we were back at his room in bed. The sex was very rough, and it wasn't what I had imagined it would be. His dick isn't huge, and he puts a lot of weight and force behind his thrusts, so it's almost like he's trying to rip your pussy apart. When I sucked his dick, it was like he was trying to force it out through the side of my mouth. He wanted anal sex as well, but I wasn't down for it because he was far too rough with me vaginally and orally, and I had a boyfriend at the time. I wasn't going to be able to explain a ripped open ass to my boyfriend at the time. He didn't have any interest in getting my number at the time, and honestly I was only interested in seeing if what I had fantasized about all those years, way back to Flex Kavana was true. He was very distant afterwards, bordering on cold. It was like right after he felt guilty and got kind of angry towards me, as if I held a gun to his head or something. I knew he wasn't going to leave his wife, so afterwards we took a shower together and I left. The second time we met at my job, he had come to do an interview and everyone in the building was pressed to see him. I had a go bag at my job since this was right after 9-11, so I changed out of my slacks and into the tight jeans I had in the bag. I threw on some makeup and joined my male coworkers to go camp out downstairs to meet him. He had bodyguards all around him. There was no way to get close. Then one of my coworkers said something about University of Miami that made him approach us. When he got close to where we were, a flicker of recognition came and went in his eyes. He asked if he knew me. I mentioned the city in the show. He gave me that gorgeous knowing smile and asked me and my co-workers to come meet him out by where the celebs drive out after their interviews. We went back upstairs to work. The workday wasn't finished, but I told my supervisor I had to take some paperwork over to another one of our buildings and was able to get away while my co-worker had to stay because he had deadlines. He didn't care anyway because he had said what he wanted to say to Dwayne and that was that. I met him on the side of the building and jumped in the back of the car with him. It was one of those town cars with a driver. The partition was already rolled up, so we had complete privacy. We fucked in the back seat of the car. It was a quickie. The hotel wasn't far. I was expecting him to go cold again towards me, but this time he was different. He invited me up. We spent the rest of the day having sex, and he even ordered room service, as the day turned to night. I spent the night that night. We must have had sex at least seven times. He was still very, very rough with me. He left a lot of hickeys and other marks in my body and sweated every follicle of my to out. This time he took my number. He didn't give me his. He called me when he was in town again, but of course you never know what you're going to get with him. So he was very nasty on the phone and instead of taking me to All Star Weekend, like he originally promised, he cursed me out over the phone. The entire argument was about some gay friends I had. Wait,
1: wait, he just like called this woman sort of randomly months after the fact, she picks up and he just like starts cussing her out.
2: This is the context. The entire argument was about some gay friends I had. I mentioned to him throughout our conversation that my sister was gay. And then I told him that I had to go pick up an item from a gay guy friend's mother who had passed. He was very angry that I associated with gay people and told me that if he got any indication that was like that, we would be through. Alright. What for context he has since stated that he is different from other centrist American would-be politicians because he supports the prospect of gay marriage, but we'll come back to that later.
1: Oh yeah, that's a very much like a hey, I'd support you guys, you can do whatever you want, but just like just keep it away from me, you know? Like it's just yeah, like what I get in that vibe. Yeah. It's I- just like a like a no, I deep down fucking hate gay people and I'm incredibly uncomfortable with this. But for the sake of not losing any major political points I'm just going to pretend that like, actually I'm fine with extending rights to them but the ones that like, I can do in such a way that doesn't involve me actually accepting them in any way shape or form uh,
2: there's pretty much been constant rumors about every WWE star being at least a switch hitter as well which I think Ooh. may have been a key element of this you know mm-hmm. unreasonable Um, the severe changes in his mood plus several veiled threats he made during a few other conversations we had later led me to believe that he was either on steroids and going through roid rage or bipolar and to be honest I didn't want any more crazy men in my life. His temper moods were off the map. And if you add in the fact that he can't keep it in his pants I'm sure Danny was well within her rights to move on. She actually called me much much later and asked me who I was and I played dumb. I guess she was going through his bills or gearing up for the separation because she called me out of the blue and asked me did I know her husband. Um, Who I was to him etc. I told her I had just gotten that number and didn't know her husband and that was that And then you know epilogue here. Sorry. This was so long-winded I know I'll be called all kinds of whores and I'm not proud of what I've done I used to be very wild and out there sexually in college and afterwards and have tons of war stories Thankfully, I'm not like that anymore, but it makes for good tea.
1: That was great tea.
2: Yeah, there's heaps mm-hmm. of. There were like a few sort of follow up questions where, you know, this poster verifies mm. various extra details around this, which, you know, it adds an air of legitimacy around yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As well as, you know, what seems to most to be the fact that, you know, he hooked up with and married Lauren Hashian, who he met in 2006 and mm. shortly after divorced his wife. You know, like, what the. The confidence on Lipstick Alley is that he was definitely cheating on Danny with Lauren. Yeah at the time i'm probably who knows how many women all over the country
1: Mm. mm. yep that's right cool yeah so all right so that's huge but also the stuff in there that's like really interesting is him being incredibly anti-gay like aggressively anti-gay anti-gay pro-st- pro-steroid yeah pro-steroid yes
2: yeah and okay. also like the way this poster described the sex with him like he sounds real fucking like doesn't sound like she was into it no yeah, some real, real trend vibes, I think. Mm.
1: Yeah, with all, like, all the talk about like the sweat as well. That's very, that's very trend.
2: Yeah, uh, there's also, I mean, Robin Young, who was like an ex-playmate, who would have been like, I think in her late 40s at the time, claimed to have hooked up with Dwayne The Rock Johnson in 2004. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like further to this, the same poster mentioned that uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, when he next came down to Miami, I think it was uh, the second time, 2001 or might've been after that time, wanted to like keep her in a hotel room and not let her leave the entire time he was in that city. That's really fucked up. Really fucked up. But also like if this dude's trying to keep his cheating on lock and having like no visibility, that would be the way to do it. That would be how it would Yeah. yeah. Well like, yeah, 100%
1: that would be the way to do it. But it's also fucking psychotic unless you are. Super psycho. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's just psychotic. There's no like if you unless you are. That's just nuts.
2: So crazy. Was that punked? That was the intro to the segment. We're rolling.
1: All right.
0: Whoa! What the fuck? It's an elaborate prank.
2: Blew up this fucking trailer. Shit! I left three prostitutes in there. Whoa! (laughs) I think this was on the set of the rundown.
0: Mr. What the Piss- fuck kind of
2: prank Piss- is Piss-
1: this? Let me just say something, Rock. You just been Yo, that was creepy. Yeah, a little bit. That was fucking really creepy.
2: He was about to fucking deck that guy, right?
1: Yeah, no, no, no. But the thing that's creepy is like. So they go like, "You got punked," and it's like that. Ah, and he's like death staring the guy, and then he immediately just like, but the way in which he clicks into like, ah, realizing you got he me, must be on right. film. Yeah, realizing he must be on film is in like it's insane. It's not a natural, like it's not a natural. Like, oh my god, it's like he just like snaps. Yeah, like I've never, I like people's faces don't change that fast. Like, like he just like immediately goes into I'm on film mode. <laughs> Also,
0: what was kind of weird was like you know obviously fucking massive fire and firefighters yeah. and this kind of thing, and he was like weirdly fine with it for a really long time until someone was like blaming it on him. Yeah, like yeah. he was just like you know I don't know I found that kind of
1: weird. There. He was just like oh yeah that's just on fire yeah oh
0: not yeah. fuck I don't know. No I mean I, like,
1: <laughs> I mean I guess that it kind of know. makes like, sense. Like, because I wouldn't have like, had was like... A, a, I don't know. know who's just like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, because, like, nothing in there is, like, probably, like, his. Or if okay, he's, yes, like, yeah. if he's got so much money, it's just, like, everything that he's got's replaceable, right? Like, yeah. it's, like, probably, like, it's just, like, oh, well, it's the studios, like, whatever. Like, it's, like, morally inconvenient. Give me another trailer. Like, that seems, like, kind of normal to me. Okay. Like, that seems fine. But it's that, that fucking snap bit at the end. Yeah. Real scary. Because he's, like, yeah, he's about to tee off and he's, like, really angry, but it's, I don't know it just seems like kind of fucking psychotic the way in which he mm-hmm. can just you know immediately switch
2: go from pushing a cop out of the way to get in like striking distance of this guy who's giving him shit yeah to all right the mask is on
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that was it it was like that like the split second where he just puts the mask on media mode yeah creepy
2: yeah real creepy. fucking creepy yeah, so this is—I mean, this is a way of like bridging us back to sort of like what got us down that fucking crazy tangent, which is the idea of you know like him scrubbing his history, yeah, cleaning up, yeah, all of this stuff. Uh, this is like early rock. This is early Hollywood rock. I think this is the rundown, which is like, you know, 2000 still. Yeah, he's still, still rocking a goatee. One. Yeah, straight up, still got yep. some some fluff on top of his head. Mm. After 2011, we get a run of films. I'm just gonna like sound off some of the names here. Mm. Just to give us like an idea of what we're talking about, we're talking about Fast Five, Journey to the Mystic... Okay, so Fast Five, he plays an FBI agent fucking soldier type guy. Yeah. Super honorable. Journey Two, he plays an adventurer dad, everyman character. Mm-hmm. Snitch, he plays a cop going undercover to to save his son. G.I. Joe Retaliation, sci-fi soldier. Mm. Pain and Gain, big muscular guy. <laughs> <laughs> Great <laughs> <laughs> Oh, criminal bodybuilder. Criminal Uh, bodybuilder. Fast and the Furious 6, increasingly super heroic FBI agent, soldier guy. Mm -hmm. Empire State, he plays a detective. Hercules, he plays a literal hero of myth, Mm -hmm. renowned for his strength and commitment, Mm -hmm. as well as uh, wit, wisdom. Fast and the Furious 7, more of the same. San Andreas, emergency services rescue pilot who rescues his family. Selfish. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Central intelligence. He plays a uh, glowed up like super agent, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Moana, he plays a wise trickster god who is ultimately deeply noble. Fate of the Furious, Hobbs again. Baywatch, he plays a beach cop who is like a much beloved paternal figure, Mary Sue, uh, who helps people learn things about themselves. Jumanji, welcome to the jungle. We've kind of talked about already. Uh, rampage he plays a guy who's really good with animals um <laughs> can fight alongside giant beasts mm-hmm. uh, skyscraper he plays a vet who rescues his family from a crumbling building a
0: military vet or an animal vet
2: a military vet amputee fantastic oh
0: my god
2: dj loves the troops yeah, Fucking loves oh, yeah the troops. absolutely the troops.
0: Well, otherwise they wouldn't own Hawaii and he wouldn't have been there.
2: <laughs> Touche. Very true. Uh, then we get Shazam where he's kind of like teased as Black Adam. Jumanji sequel, Jungle Cruise, we kind of talked about. Uh, Red Notice where he plays an FBI agent who is secretly, you know, spoilers, Indiana Jones type art thief. Mm-hmm. And then coming up we have fucking Black Adam in yep. which he plays an anti-hero, like mythological superhero slave turned avenger mm. who kills i kneel
1: before no one heroes don't kill people well i do really funny that they're getting him to play <laughs> like, black
0: that's guys. very exploitation. i like that it's, it's, <laughs> black adam kills yeah he does,
2: that's his defining thing right yeah. it's like you're a hero who kills but then he's like yeah, but what if I was one of the good guys? Which is some very American mm. shit, right? Mm. You know, like yeah. righteous yeah. fury.
1: The thing that's wild about all of this is that he's frequently being brought on to play like a black guy when he is Polynesian.
2: Oh, he's half black. Half black, half Samoan. Yeah, his dad's oh. black. His dad was- um, I played, didn't know that. Uh, his dad was Rocky Johnson, Rocky Soulman Johnson, who was yeah. also a wrestler, like a breakout.
1: Oh, I thought he was, black uh, I thought he was like Samoan as well.
2: His dad, no, his mom's Samoan.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, so this whole time I thought he was just full Samoan and he was just like stealing black valor.
2: No, but he has, I mean, especially on fucking Lipstick Alley. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of gossip about, (laughs) it's the demographic of the forum, right? Like the big question is, do black celebrities fuck black women or are they self-hating black men?
1: Mm. So true. And what is Dwayne The Rock Johnson?
2: Uh, According to them, he's a self-hating black man.
1: Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. He can't handle a strong black woman who is a real estate agent in Boston. You know it. Yeah, I know it. Yeah. (laughs) I look after my kids.
2: Along the way, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is also the lead in Ballers. Yep. In which he plays an ex-NFL player turned finance manager. There's a lot to get into there. Nice, delicious. Fuck me. I watched the whole first season. That's so. gross. Yeah, um, made by the same people who made Entourage.
0: <laughs> yeah, that sound that absolutely tracks. And it's that like tracks so hard.
2: The same way Entourage is a remix of Mark Wahlberg's life, this is a remix of Dwayne the Rock Johnson's life. Damn. And you know, one assumes to some extent. So is young rock the uh series about his youth so like Up, a coming series question mark or is there no, already no, no, like a second everybody. season
1: what has dropped yeah so this is like an everybody hates chris Except fucking, it's everybody loves rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred
2: yeah. yeah, percent. Yeah, yeah. They've been playing it up as like this huge success. It's been getting like a lot of push. Yeah. Guess what the framing device for these recollections is?
0: What head injury?
2: A fictional future presidential campaign in 2032 by Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Ayo. Him being interviewed on the campaign trail. No
1: <laughs> fucking way. Oh, I yeah. fucking guessed it. That's Seriously. Weird. But oh, no, no,
2: yeah. no. Like, yeah, I
1: like I fucking knew that he was like gearing up for a presidential run. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is all all of this shit, and I was just like, "Oh yeah, like there's the allusions to it." But the fact that they were so bold as to just build an entire show, whereas that's the fucking premise, it's priming, yeah, He's but like priming the electorate, yeah, but that's like that's fucked, like that's <laughs> that's that's ins- like an insane level of priming. It's because propaganda
2: masking rain yeah, mask because because, is is that same, and it's yeah. just like all of this other yeah. shit.
1: But but yeah, but because usually when they do that type of shit, it's like a, they'll start like appearing on like daytime TV to comment on some sort of issue of the age where they'll say something like and you know it's really up to us as americans to come together and they'll do that for like a year mm-hmm. and they'll like release some like dumb book and they'll go on oprah or they'll go on like whatever the fuck actually happens now
2: oh dwayne the rock johnson has an oprah winfrey network masterclass. master class
1: <laughs> i'll bet he does right but it, it like 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 in a way they sort of like they fucking lube you up for it real mm-hmm. good yeah right as opposed to you know, like, like, like they don't explicitly go like, oh, I'm running for, for president. Whereas this is just like, a, I'm running for president. Right. Yeah. Well, you know.
2: I did a little bit of like, I mean, digital archaeology or whatever the yeah. fuck we call it. I've read, some, I've read back through the web pages to try to get to the beginning of this presidential shit. Mm. And I was like, I was wondering, was it like an organic community based thing? Were people talking about it? Did some kind of media agent plant it by encouraging a journalist to ask him questions about it? Or did Dwayne The Rock Johnson bring it up himself? And as far as I can tell, he was the one who seeded this conversation.
1: This does not surprise me in the slightest. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it was in the twenty sixteen British GQ interview. Yep, (laughs) they strike again. (laughs) Yeah, oh, there are two different GQ interviews. Like one, there's another one in twenty seventeen with I think it's like the American or like international GQ as well that elaborates on the first one Mm. in a really interesting way. Mm. um there's like a tic-tac-toe where we go from the 2016 british gq interview where um you know when asked about what else is coming up on his slate uh dj talks about you know a series of in his words big ass loud ass blockbusters but in the longer term well that might just mean politics um he's oh no so actually fuck no my bad no the journalist uh talks about it um so he must have been like must have been the media team maybe that brings it up maybe yeah
0: um, Here's the list of pre approved questions. 100%. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. At this point, like 2016, you know, the machine is well oiled. There is a fucking plan. Yeah. Yeah. His initial response, that so this is the thing that gets all this shit rolling. Um, and I'll try to get across all of this, like the fucking thing, with like mm. as quickly as possible. But he says, you know, I'll be honest, I haven't ruled politics out. Um, I'm not being coy when I say that, but at the moment I'm not sure, I can't deny that the thought of being governor, the thought of being president is alluring, and beyond that, it would be an opportunity to make a real impact on people's lives on a global scale, there are a lot of other things I want to do first. Following this, there is a Washington Post opinion piece responding to this other media piece, this is some real fucking, like, discourse shit, right, where, you know, there's a lot more built up, then he responds to, you know, the Washington, you know, it's like, oh, this article about me being president has a lot of people talking about me being president, and so I now I'm talking a lot about a lot of people, talking about me being president and it starts to be a thing that didn't start with any particular age and it's just like oh this is just fucking in the atmosphere because it's it's organic exactly yeah 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 Yeah. like
1: everyone's talking about it like they've already known forever and this is just sort of like a given there's not like oh wow that's really interesting you're thinking about running for president like everyone's just already like has accepted this
0: yeah it's like and you know wow I I can't believe everyone's talking about this and you know I haven't really given it much thought but here's my 12 point policy
1: plan (laughs) yeah Yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) 100% Dwayne The Rock Johnson, like, it's, it beautifully mirrors his, like, every man, er, uh, hero. Mm. Like, def- like, generic hero approach to his films. It's the
0: call. He's called.
2: He is called to action only if the people... Like, he's made it very clear, you know, only if the people want me to. Yeah, he's the
1: people's champ.
2: 100%. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's also been very neutral. Mm. Very, very neutral.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's, he's doing that fucking, like, American psycho speech where he's like we need cleaner energy and more schools and you know but we also need economic growth and and yeah. troops yes yeah, yeah. Oh, we yeah. need to respect the veterans and make sure that we have you know enough for our police and emergency services
2: totally it's even more like psycho cipher than that like yeah in an insta post res- you know sort of responding to the washington post piece that you know, he says uh, more and more pieces like this are popping up due to the presidential election. They're cool slash fun to read, this is in 2016, obviously. Um, and I care deeply capitalized about our country. And the idea of one day becoming president to create real positive impact on global change is very alluring, but until that possible day, the most important thing right now is strong, honest leadership from our current and future leaders of the country um then following this the next big media piece is in 2017 from american international gq which i can only characterize as wall-to-wall emotional fellatio this thing is like non-stop love for the big man Mm. uh i mean there's like heaps of shit that we can pull out from this the piece was initially called vote the rock
1: god damn yeah that's not subtle Um,
2: at all. It was then renamed to Dwayne Johnson for president.
1: That's Fuck. somehow less subtle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Vote the Rock is at least like a nice play on words. Yeah.
2: The main points they make are that he's been reached out to by endorsement from both parties, which he did not give in the 2016 election. Yep. Although he has said that previously he did vote for either party. And once a president comes in, he backs them 110%. Nice. Mm-hmm.
0: Because he's an American first. Yep. 100%.
2: Absolutely. Yep. When asked specifically about if he supported the uh, Muslim ban, which had recently just happened before the interview, he was like, no, I'm definitely not for that. You know, that's against the spirit of America.
1: But you said you backed the president 100%.
2: Interesting, right? Very political. Weaseling around, slippery, slippery customer. It's a fun little bit of like public media strat here where he says, I have a tremendous amount of respect for the process and feel like if I did share my political views publicly, a few things would happen. And these are all conversations I've had with myself in the gym at four o'clock in the morning. Uh, I felt like it would either A, make people unhappy with the thought of whatever my political view was. And also it might sway an opinion, which I don't want to do. Um, I'd like better leadership. I'd like great, re- uh, greater leadership. Um, and, you know, he talks a lot about, you know, uniting the country. And if he was uh, president, I'm paraphrasing here, I would take responsibility for everyone, especially when you disagree disagree with me if there's a large number of people disagreeing there might be something i'm not seeing so let me see it let me understand it so this is his like big thing is like uniting all of america like a broad church the same way he hits like all four quadrants as like a blockbuster movie star and mm-hmm. also his ambiguous ethnicity plays into that perfectly
1: yeah yeah yeah
2: by the numbers you know less than 0.01 percent of americans are half samoan half black yeah and yet, he passes for you know in his breakout role uh, an Egyptian.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: He's kind of yeah. He's you know in yeah. that incredible sort of middle ground where representationally, everyone feels like they could like a version of them could look like him. You yeah. know, like he's been called Greek before.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's where you come from. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's um the thing that really sort of wigs me out about the way he's talking about this is that if he did actually have a serious call to the political arena. Like if he was like, I have serious ideas and I have a worldview that I would like to help make reality, then wouldn't you just fucking do it? Like the way in which he's talking about it makes it talk like it's just like another like feather in the cap, right? It's like a, it's like a, no, I have to continue achieving and hustling and I have to hustle all the way To being fucking president.
2: Well, he can't act when he's the president, right? Like that would be a very interesting overlap. I
1: wonder what, if there's any laws or anything
2: about that, (laughs) because he
1: might, I I mean, mean, we've already seen it before. Stalin appeared in a bunch of movies and they were sick.
2: They were more than movies, they were cinema.
1: <laughs> they really were actually, they were awesome. They were so sick. He like had just like little cameos where he'd like come up and like just like give some people advice or whatever, but he was in them and that was kind of cool. Uh, yeah, much right. respect. Respect for Stalin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right
0: though, it's not, it's not really saying that I feel, yeah, that I feel that X and Y should be better because I'm too, because he's saying, flat out, he's like, no, I don't want to actually reveal what my politics are. Yeah. So
1: really the platform is, gee, wouldn't, Wouldn't it, be it be cool if I was the president? Yeah, 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 literally. <laughs> you know? Because particularly when he's like, uh, oh, like, you know, I like, I don't want to change anyone's opinion or do anything like that. Well, what's the fucking point? Yeah, what's the fucking point? Of doing point? politics. Exactly. Like well, the whole point of politics is like, you are attempting to enact your vision of what society should look like onto society using the mechanisms of power that exist.
2: You are literally administrating people's lives to their greater happiness.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: And I hate, you know, again, we're going to do the Trump comparison, but like he made his political views pretty fucking clear throughout his life. Oh, or, yeah. You know, like all the time. We knew what he was about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he was great.
2: In a way, like the Trump thing is what it's enabled this whole thing, right? He has shown that if you have the money, like a celebrity can fucking be the president. I mean- he has like hollowed out the yeah. like distance you have to go to well, get I mean, there. you already had that with
1: Reagan. Well, I was going to say like, it's
2: different yeah. to
0: Reagan though because Reagan intentionally made his career doing like cowboys and being like that conservative American true. figure.
1: Yeah, true, yeah. true. Um, but still, like, I mean, I guess Dwayne The Rock Johnson, in which case potentially maybe more like a Reagan, I think, yeah, it's, it is Reagan-y though. It's yeah. very reagan yeah because, because Reagan also did a bit of like the I am going to unite all of America. Yeah, of course. Type of thing. Which is like sort he of, did. Yeah. yeah, which he did. Because like, that was his whole thing where it was like I'm uniting America against the Russians. Yeah, exactly. Um, because but I'm, a I'm a movie cowboy. Yeah, because I'm a movie cowboy. Yeah, I'm a movie cowboy and my wife sucks the best dick in <laughs> California. <laughs> Nancy the Throat Goat Reagan. Right
2: <laughs> Funnily enough, not the first time, to- not, not even the second time I've heard that phrase. Yep. Well known. Yep. Yeah,
1: Supposedly, she helped him suck it. She helped suck him to the top. This
0: is news to me. I don't want to talk about it later. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Supposedly she used to fucking do little backroom deals <laughs> for the for the favor of various people, but especially Ronald Reagan. And do we think that's what Lauren's about? Not Sucking and fucking the rocks way to the top. I mean Sounds like he's doing it himself.
2: You'll you'll check out her Instagram and and you tell me.
1: Lots of thirst pics
2: Actually no, she is super private. She is like very much out of the spotlight. Interesting. She, fuck. I mean, like, I hate to, I don't want to be mean, but she doesn't have the same charisma Mm. as Dwayne The Rock Johnson or his ex-wife.
0: That's not that mean. Very few people on earth have have the same charisma as Dwayne The Rock Johnson. That's been
1: like, like, Miles, I'm sorry, but you're not (laughs) as strong as Eddie Hall. (laughs) Fucking devastated.
2: She's on a different level. She's like a normal person. So how did she end up? Anyway, I guess she, I mean, well, when she you're probably gonna suck a mean dick She in. probably, yeah, I, the impression I get is that Lauren is like down, she is like hands off just like. Just as long as you're my man and I'm your woman, you do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, in the, kind of situation. The,
1: the other thing as which well, which wouldn't have
2: been the case with Danny, because she was like very ambitious and structured. I imagine mm-hmm. that shit would have like robbed her the wrong way.
1: Well, the other thing that's probably going to be uh, really interesting with that is that if uh, she's a little bit like plain Jane, yeah, she's a bit right. Then nothing
2: wrong with a plain Jane.
1: Yeah, but like, but but I mean, in terms of like, so you know, rock, charismatic, six foot, whatever the fuck, like giant, shredded, like movie star. Right, you 250 know, two hundred and fifty pounds. Yep. goddamn, fucking.
2: I've read the fucking intro bio on him so many, so many times, times this week.
1: Um, welcome, brother. <laughs> um,
2: but i planted the fucking brainworms
1: deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now you will start thinking about yourself in these very terms. <laughs> yeah, Optimals would I ever do gear? <laughs> <down>. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. It becomes when will I do gear? <laughs> <laughs> how much? Is, how much
0: is leg lengthening surgery again?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking Only, Christ! I yeah, yeah oh my god. I've that.
1: I've started following. Um, uh, so many of these like leg lengthening surgeons on Instagram, and a couple of them follow me back now. <laughs> oh my- <laughs> yeah, it's fucking sick. They're so good. They're doing like little TikTok dances while like all the frequently asked questions about like leg lengthening surgery like happen behind them. Oh my god. Yeah, it's fucking great. It's so sick. Errols. The one of the best ones I saw was like, what of the dudes paid fucking like? It was like three hundred thousand dollars to go from six foot to six foot three
2: what yeah it's like you were already six foot
1: that's like you see a bunch of these dudes who to like the
2: scientific black pill that is the magic number
1: that's the magic number but like you see the thing right like you see a bunch of these and it's like a dude will be like five foot two and he's gone to like five foot eight or something mm. and it's just like like fuck whatever man i'm like, like
2: that's that's crazy but like that's, that's still I get crazy it, I yeah, guess. yeah yeah absolutely like, it but it's like you're thing. already six foot damn
0: yeah, insane. Not six or four though, is he? No, no, not <laughs> at all. Like,
1: um, but fuck, what was I even saying?
0: um what were We talking
1: about? I think oh, that was. I, don't know. I think that was the point. Oh, no, Nancy throat
2: goat Reagan. Fucking. Oh no. Yeah. So if
1: so if if, if his wife did you like, initially say I'm Jane, gonna play this back? Yeah. Did
2: you say Nancy throat goat Pelosi?
1: No, I said Reagan. You said Reagan. Okay, yeah, cool. You're, you're yeah, I mean, that put a mental image. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah God. <laughs> right. um, fucking. Um, but anyway, like yeah. So if if, if she's kind of plain Jane doesn't that bode like really well for his image as like being presidential and being honorable because you have the thing where it's like i could have anyone i'm the motherfucking rock like look at me i'm a fucking god and i
2: picked a normie white woman from boston
1: exactly i picked a fucking six
2: that gets the that gets the fantasies running wild right and some of those key quadrants yeah much like I think Jungle Cruise is supposed to, right? Mm. It's the fucking Nemo effect again. Yeah. It's Disney. Parents taking their kids there. Yep. One assumes mostly moms. Yep. Emily Blunt is the perfect insert character. Yep. It's all dad jokes. Yep. He's this stoic experienced unflappable guy Mm. who ultimately chooses to stick around that's his defining climactic act much older than
1: her as well absolutely yeah serious (laughs) seriously daddy vibes with the 450 age difference and all
0: his kids are going to see and they're gonna and those kids are gonna be like 18 in 2032
2: and they're like going to have probably. the rock as
0: the father figure. As yep. the
2: father figure. And the moms have the rock as the, you know, fantasy husband figure. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. exactly. Because it's, it's the thing where it's like, oh, like, you know, I really love Peter, but I just really wish he'd get back into shape. Totally. Because if he's just, you know, the same guy and he's telling the same dumb dad jokes, but he's just a six foot four, 250 pounds Samoan God with abs. Then you know, maybe, you know, I'll, you know, stop like fantasizing about fucking people in my work.
2: Totally. <laughs> and also, you know, the female protagonist, like Mum insert character. Yeah. Is you, you know, a white mid thirties or like late thirties girl boss. Yeah. As well. Yeah, totally. So I mean, there's gonna yeah, be a lot of working st- mums out there.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean that's every female character in every movie now. Also. Yes. Sure.
1: yeah but uh, like i find that i find that really interesting because like even that choice of a romantic partner and a wife feeds into this image right it's in the same way that you remember when we were having that conversation once about how uh wild a lot of the instagram influences are in terms of like faking relationships so they can like cross-seed yeah their followers
2: it's so, like fucking ancient aristocratic royalty arranged yeah, yeah, marriages yeah 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 and Absolutely. then just being
1: like yeah we'll we'll be together for this amount of time we'll like post these types of like this type of content like uniting
2: their empires yeah yeah, yeah.
1: and then like obviously once they inevitably like have the breakup mm-hmm. Right. Then they like, but they take like a portion of each other's followers at like the end of it. Yeah. Um, It's a win win. Yeah. It's a win win. It's huge. But like the fact that they will engineer like their entire like lives Mm. around faking these relationships, right? Makes, I mean, like, I I think like everything at a certain point when you are doing the kind of pageantry that's required to become president of the United States, people would think about this
2: 100%. People
1: would 100% put effort into you should choose this person as your wife <laughs> totally because i i honestly wonder how much of this like cuz seeing the thing with him like just being an absolute fucking psycho and going from like here's my like real emotions starting to come through and like oh i'm being filmed just that like snap american psycho bullshit and the way that he has been talking i would i wouldn't like put it out of my mind that maybe this was just like a no i found this plain jane who either her self-esteem is low enough or she's just like actually cool with me fucking around and I can just do whatever I want and just keep this on the back burner. And then when I'm ready to like run for fucking president or something, she's like a beard, right? Like, like all of this, like we (laughs) talked about him doing like the Jimmy Savile thing of, yeah, I'm just going to be this all American, whatever I'm going to like, all of my public image is going to embody all of these great qualities. And I'm going to be so trusted and everyone's gonna love me,
2: and I'm just fucking around all over the country with girls who are there in my hotel room when I rock up and don't leave for the whole weekend. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, but, but also just you know being violent, being weird, doing just whatever types of like heinous shit. Mm. Because that completely insulates him from it, like like any like anything that anyone would say about him. Right, yep. because like he's always in everyone's faces, so like how would he have the time to just actually assault people? Yep. How would he have the time to you know just fucking do a hit and run or like I don't know whatever dumb shit that like celebrities do.
2: Yeah, I but reckon it, she's got some dirt on him. I reckon she probably has some compromise on him, which is why he mm. stuck around. Maybe I mean that's my snap read is like mm. maybe he did some fucked up shit or something.
1: Maybe, but like the
2: bodies are buried, hundred percent.
1: But then, like the thing that's really wild about that is that like the idea that like she has compromised on him. Like, what does she get out of it?
2: Uh, cushy life, heaps of like, like so luxury, two yeah. kids. I
1: guess, but couldn't you just like divorce? Like, like, like why did like like at a certain point, if we're talking about like this dude is worth eight hundred million dollars. And, yeah, you've got the two kids and you're the primary carer and all this sort of stuff. They only and you got married a couple that.
2: of years ago after this presidential stuff started up. See- they got, I think they only got married see, a couple oh, of years really? ago, actually. First kid was around about 2016. Really? Yeah. Or his first kid with her. He has, like, a, yeah, a yeah. daughter from the first marriage.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's
2: an interesting, interesting. situation. I'm not going to say it in my words. I'm going to say, like, fucking the people online are saying, mm. like- why is Dwayne The Rock Johnson with this woman when he could have
1: any woman? Yeah. This anyone. is what I'm saying.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's the big question. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. I
1: reckon it might be a political decision.
2: Yeah. The I mean, it, it tracks, it, it plays well enough. Yeah. Because like, because
1: when did they have their first kid?
2: <clears throat> uh, I think that was like 2015, 2016. Right. And like,
1: so when did it first come out on like these GQ interviews or whatever, that like everyone just started talking about Dwayne The Rock Johnson being president. 2016, the 2016. presidential campaign, tw- yeah. 2016
2: presidential campaign. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so like I wonder whether or not they were just like steady fucking for a while, mm. and then he, as he was thinking about potentially running for president, he maybe did the calculation, yeah, and was like, "No, I'm a do the white picket fence thing and just have a couple of kids with the Mm-hmm. and then on top of that, that becomes again something that I can use to leverage against my character because and it's a long term relationship,
2: you yeah. know, they I think that they've been in a. Relationships is 2016. Yeah. Although I'm pretty sure in the media they've been like revising that number around a yeah, little bit so yeah, that it yeah. looks, you know, I mean, if 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 you go back through there, it's like, oh, you know, they met while he was on the set of the game yeah, plan before the divorce. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. But uh, okay. you know, maybe they, you know, no one's talking about them hooking up until after the divorce. Yes,
1: of course.
2: You know, he kind of, you know, I, keeps I think it he, honorable. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, it was, yeah. He was in a dark place, and then you know he went back to Lauren
1: you know mm. and
2: brought him out of his depression yeah sure
1: yeah dude that's um yeah no that's that that that's really wild just yeah that everything that he does is about creating and sustaining that as an image
2: oh yeah it's all i mean you made an interesting comment when we mentioned the other night you know some of the stuff that I've been going through you compared him to a transmetropolitan character miles
0: oh yeah the smiler
2: yeah what's the smiler's deal
0: the smiler's deal is that he Pretends to be basically goes up on it. So, Transmetropolitan is like a future comic about the year like 3000 something, like yeah. re- basically, like a really hyper accelerated version of current culture. Okay. Like, everything's very gonzo and edgy and um, extreme consumption and stuff like that. But the smiler is a politician who comes in, and his the incumbent is called The Beast, who is a president who is just like you know, openly a prick all the time. The Smiler comes in and is like the perfect politician, got everyone's best interests at heart, smile on his face all the time, but behind closed doors, absolute psychopath. Yeah, right, yeah. And he gets brought down by, you know, getting it recorded basically and making it because this was written in a much more innocent earlier time where recording a politician saying horrible shit would actually hurt them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I guess it's it's that kind of vibe of maybe of someone who's just like, and Drain the Walk Johnson, of course, very... Very good smile. Um, oh, yeah. absolutely. Very, very I mean, smile.
2: there's a one of these pieces where they talk about um, it was the oh yeah it was the 2017 GQ one where they talk about uh, Dwayne's smile. Sorry, Dwayne The Rock Johnson's smile being so strong that as he was acting, they would have to keep it in reserve for the right moments of the film and the climax because it just generates so much trust in him. That they have to, you know, it's Fuck. such a strong weapon. Weapons grade smile, yeah. Hunt, actually, that's the way these execs talk about it—having to rein it in.
1: He one thousand percent, and I'm sure that like other actors have it as well. I'm gonna like, can you Google really quickly if there are smiling coaches?
2: Well, he had a they whole definitely are. He had a whole team backing him as he got into acting. He approached it the same as wrestling when he talks about it. I'll I'll summarize a few different things and paraphrase. He said, you know, he's not about discovering himself through these scripts. You know, that's what therapy is (laughs) for. At the same time as he got an acting coach, Mm. he also wanted to learn as much as he could about the entire business. So acting was only one part of it, you know, equally as important as learning about how to interact with executives, the whole business, like what's appealing, you know, this whole like holistic career perspective he's not there to be an actor he's there to be a movie star a figure a movie star yeah mm. and there's a yeah. difference and you can see it in his acting like he his range is really pushed that far I mean he he goes a little bit further in sort of his more recent stuff and he's developed a bit more nuance but he doesn't have a ton of range not compared to you know like yeah he's no Meryl Streep and you know what I, I don't think he would disagree I mean he would you know, you could flatten me if you wanted to, but I don't think you would necessarily disagree with me on that. You know, he's like a, he's an action star. He's a, he's a hero. He's a Hollywood yeah. hero. Yeah. The blockbuster guy. Um, smiling coaches. Yeah, no, Sorry. One's,
0: no one's accused The Rock of being a serious dramatic actor.
1: I'm looking it up. I can't find that much. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of stuff that's um, uh, corrupting the feed.
0: That yeah. sort of reminds me of Tom push. Cruise prior to like 2005-ish. You know what I mean? Tom Cruise was like the archetype movie yeah. star as well for mm-hmm. a while there totally yeah, until cool.
1: people realize he had that tooth in the middle of his head
0: yeah <laughs> yeah fucking tooth but then he started doing like collateral and magnolia and stuff as well and mm. but, but like prior to that he was like the top gun guy and the mission impossible guy similar kind of thing like the mm. movie star yeah totally
2: i think tom cruise like pathologically is more of an actor
0: oh yeah yeah
2: yeah he's got he's got that in him yeah
0: he's he's always very vocal about his like extreme love for cinema and stuff like that so yeah by that more as opposed to i love being a public figure
1: yeah, no, like no, the fact that Tom Cruise like does all of his own stunts mm. and does, but actually does like fucking bonkers stunts. Oh, like will yeah. hang off the side of a fucking plane as it takes off and does a lap. Fucking, fucking love, Tom,
0: I love Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah, no, he's like, he's
1: an absolute fucking psychopath, but like I 100% believe that like he just does it because he like just loves movies Yeah, in, in like just some fucking insane psychotic way. because who the fuck would do that for a shot
2: oh (laughs) fucking dwayne the rock johnson gets his cousins and his mates jobs as his stunties yeah absolutely
1: yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. because you can't because you know his body his body and his image and like all of these sorts of things are like this is all his brand yeah right like he can't risk that in the same way that you know fucking you know the dudes like and lord of the rings like when they were fighting with some of the stunt doubles like would just fucking like yeah they'd get the stunt dudes to do falls but like they'd do a lot of the fights and they'd, like lose teeth and fucking like mm. yeah 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 different vibe totally totally
2: right so then 2020 mm. 2020 he there's a segment with ellen i'm pretty sure on ellen's show me more show um people talk about his 20 a uh, possible 2020 run um johnson talks he says that he's seriously considering it yep um then on the same segment kevin hart endorses him as well come 2021 you remember how he said that he would consider running for president if it's what the people wanted yep uh a polling company called pipslay mm-hmm. showed that as many as 46 percent of americans would support dwayne the rock johnson running for president and think about this. They don't this know is like a shit about it more
1: as politics.
2: Right. But this is also a country where voting is non mandatory.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. You get you get like a forty percent turnout, don't you? Yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's if that I mean yeah. it's not for you know, but it's low. Like yeah. No, really it's, low.
1: Yeah, for the um I'm pretty sure that it's usually sub fifty percent. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I'm pretty sure during the twenty sixteen it was like thirty something percent. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the Which is on purpose, yes, <coughs> actually. But I think like the, so
2: easy to rig an American election. Yeah,
1: yeah, like the the but the one that Biden recently won that had like the highest turnout voter turnout in history, and it was like fifty one percent.
2: Yeah, yeah, like low
1: as fucking. 80%. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Bonkers. Sorry. So for forty six percent of people surveyed to say that they would support Dwayne the Rock Johnson running for president. Yeah. Is a huge fucking well, deal. He just
0: goes in as a third party. You have Democrats, Republicans, and the Rock Party. He yeah. may actually he could win. He could totally win. Yeah, <laughs>
2: fucking might. Imagine I don't even know what that would mean for America. An independent president.
0: Maybe that's I what they, they need. Could. Maybe that's the kick up the house that they need to get him going. I think you know what he gets my endorsement. He gets one third of trash bunker endorsing
2: him. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I wouldn't trust him as far as I could throw him. Yeah, well, you better believe. Fucking six foot four. 250 pound man i can i can't throw him at all (laughs) (laughs) i get a really strong like seeking like deeply seated seeking approval vibe from this guy
1: like you want like you seek his approval
2: no he seeks constant approval
1: approval. oh okay yeah
2: he's got that kind of like you know in the rumors online people are talking about he's one of those guys who like when his attention's on you everything else falls away right he's got that like magnetic personality but just as quickly you know he can like turn off yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. bill
0: clinton famously had that
2: yeah yeah he's got the fucking the beam yeah love beam yeah i mean absentee father like growing up poor he's got that whole thing where it's just like i mean it's it's taylor's all the time right Mm -hmm. you know got to keep shit locked down got to like can nothing is nothing is ever enough for this guy yeah i wonder how to the point where he's a 24 7 celebrity yes not just not just a working actor playing the celebrity game you know in an era where celebrities are becoming more and more private again or actors are becoming more and more private again he's one of the few one of the very few movie stars and, you know, the best celebrity at being a celebrity there is. So yeah. what were you going to say, man?
1: Uh, I kind of remember. But, yes, he is 100% like the best celebrity. Yeah. He's doing effectively what, like, David Hasselhoff and Jimmy Savile and all of these people, like, have done in the past. is just being super present and, like, doing everything that you possibly can to just bombard people with the image that you want to yeah, present.
2: Totally. And, and a big part of enabling that as well, it's not just the, the movies. And movies these days – like when it's on demand and streaming stuff, there is that, and this is where we get to get like a little bit abstract and psychotic, which makes me so fucking that. happy that we're finally here. You know, this is an era defined by virtualism. The ability to conjure like, dopam- is dopaminergic, you know, a, a dopamine generating thing of whichever flavor you want, whenever you want. Like people, the streaming stats show, the people watch the same shit over and over again. Like if it's yeah. their fucking thing, They're gonna watch, you know, the same thing, the same movie over and over and over again, the same show. Yeah, the office thirty fucking times. Huge if you're the kind of person who does this this is how you do it. Or like video games, right? Like replay value and duration is a huge fucking deal, right? Almost uh, the idea of the fixed campaign video game is like very niche, sidelined thing now. Now they're like constantly ongoing, continuous experiences with maximum playtime value so that if it's your fucking thing, you just play that for fucking ages, like your cards and your fortnites. And I mean, latest example, Elden Ring is basically just destroyed this year for video games for anyone else because people are still playing playing it with huge playtimes going because like if this is your thing you just keep doing this thing and so movies have this similar quality and sort of TV series like Ballers or Young Rock or get this right. He's also the host of the Titan Games, which is like Herculean style aesthetic gladiators cool. with inspirational I, stories for people who are turning their lives around through like athletic pursuit.
0: Is it like gladiator? Like old gladiators? I actually kind of like that. I yeah, think we I did I that kind of I, I, fucking, I fucking love that I'm shit so, so it. much.
2: It's, it's a little more head to head, like American Ninja sort of thing awesome. like, where it's like two people competing in the pit for The Rock's approval but that's um, kind that, of fucking
0: dark it is kind of that dark i like dark. it I, i'm actually into it <laughs> that's I like, like to, i kind of <laughs> want to watch it. that's heading a bit to like do they do Pancratian? The Pancratian?
2: uh i don't think so that's that's no they don't do they Greek have to wrestle wear, i don't think
0: do they have to wear um the like toga not togas you know what i mean like that kind of cloth. yeah
2: yeah, yeah. i mean kind of i guess they wear just like tight spandex shorts great mm. good start wish. Yeah. This was, yeah, great start. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, um, they're gonna I
1: like I'm I'm gonna call this right here. You can fucking you can put a little put a little marker in this one. Uh I give it five years before they're having those people murder each other on TV. You
2: heard it and in Fox
1: here there's the thumb up or down. Yeah, literally. Like <laughs> like it's it's yeah, it like it's them fighting for like a liter and a half of water. <laughs> <laughs>
2: The squared circle. Yeah. The
1: greatest prize of all: one head of lettuce. Yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: dude, lettuce in New Zealand's so cheap. I had so much fucking lettuce, just a flex,
2: bro. That's fucking crazy. I'm so jealous right now. Yep.
1: Yeah, fucking awesome. I had so much fibre you wouldn't believe. global
2: Shit in bricks, bro. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, yeah, sir. I've had a shit
0: in weeks.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's the middle of winter. So it's hibernation-esque yeah. behavior. <laughs> Got to retain those nutrients. I thought you were looking swole. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, a lot it's of retention fiber.
1: going on. Got to go somewhere. Yeah, a lot of retention. Fiber <laughs> retention. Semen retention. There's a lot of retention happening in this household.
2: Bro, that is trad as fuck.
1: Yeah, it is, right? Yeah. I'm saving I'm saving it for when I breed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Springtime in Melbourne for Janos. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so this virtualism thing, right? All of this shit, you know, it's less important to have, mm. in some ways, having a nuanced and complex cinematic experience inhibits that because it's right. more challenging. And, you know, those kinds of movies, they're fucking great because, you know, you can have like little epiphanies and you can grow up as a person. You can put yourself in, you know, difficult and complex nuanced situations and you can go like, oh, fuck me. That's a little bit like this time in my past or my life right now and I'm fucking learning something from this, like, you know mirror representation of the world in these metaphors. And, you know, you build up your interior psychological flexibility and capacity for empathy through these, you know, difficult, mature fucking, you know, pieces of art. Right. Um, or sometimes beautiful and elegant pieces of art when it comes to this virtualism stuff, it's all about comfort. Mm. It's all about feeling good and getting that dopamine hit and escape and fantasy and, That's what this Rock stuff is doing. It's either explicitly a remix of his own life, like in Ballers and Young Rock, which is priming people to look at him a bit differently or think of him in a certain way. I mean, it's all to think of him in a certain way, but a bit more biographical, or it's like hangout stuff with your mate, The Rock, who is a deeply honorable and dutiful and competent and stoic and wise and nice, and deeply kind, beautiful, hyper-masculine dude, and huge percentage of you know these films from the the pivot point that Fast Five, 2011 year have been either produced or executive produced by Dwayne The Rock Johnson, mm. and you know Seven Bucks Productions, his production company um, that Danny Garcia is also involved with. He's also got a tequila company mm-hmm. that is massively outperforming, you know. George Clooney's one that got sold for a billion dollars in its first year. Um, they sold, I think, uh, if I remember correctly, 600,000 nine-liter cases in their first year. Which what is, the which fuck? Is a lot. Damn. It's a lot of Terramana tequila. And for $15 million, you know, Danny Garcia and Dwayne The Rock Johnson bought the XFL Football League. Really? Yeah, really? they recently bought yeah a football league, and I think they're doing some kind of partnership with Disney to have this alternative Ooh, football league, which kind of harkens back to is
0: it going to go on like Disney Plus
2: or something. I think so. Yeah, yeah I, okay. I remember vaguely remember reading something about Disney. I think it will be like a Disney Plus. I can't thing, believe
1: which, that XFL still exists.
2: It's a, yeah, Vince McMahon. <laughs> Was I think previously like the CEO. But it's I mean, this it's is perfect. I think it's more violent. Is that what it was? I feel yeah, like it so. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They are. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, yeah, that was the. Uh, I, I think that was their big thing was that it like, it's like hockey meets NFL. Yeah.
2: yeah. But I mean, in the purchase, they were talking about, you know, we're going to keep what works. We want to create like a safe sporting environment for these players. And it's like a really great way to constantly remind people of the Rock's sporting pedigree. Yeah. If you like yeah. sports, Dwayne the Rock Johnson is a sports guy. Yep. And you know what? He saved this failing league that, you know, is yeah. now on all the Disney stuff and is, you know, they're going to put a- I would be yeah, very surprised yeah, yeah. if it isn't at least somewhat successful. And even if it fails, it'll serve their marketing purposes. And he's as in well. every man. We,
0: he, you, he knows that when you watch a sport, you just want to see them get in a hockey fight. He knows that that's what the people are there for. Hell he gets it. yeah. Yeah. Bit of biffo. Bit of biffo. Bit right. of fucking biff.
1: That's so what we're all there for. Yep. Sick.
2: Cool. Yeah. Where the fuck was I? Going? Let me see. Let me see if there's anything else to pull up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. I'm. I'm fucking. I'm
2: infinite down.
0: virtualism of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. What do you watch on repeat to make yourself feel comfortable? Yeah. not Hercules. You already know this. I, know. I was kind of hoping you'd say like the century of the self.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> guide to ideology. Actually, yeah, exactly. I've like I have unironically like, watched that about. 10 times the first four that's times necessary though yeah the first four times was so i could actually understand what the fuck was going yeah, exactly. on exactly <laughs> and then like everything following that was just so i could actually understand it and then i had to read a bunch of zizek and then i got it yeah um but like yeah i I watched that a lot that was yeah, yeah that, that was definitely like a comfort thing yeah. just hearing Slavoj zizek's voice now is actually like <laughs> kind of comforting uh um, that's where he wants you yeah, yeah yeah absolutely yeah just i'm like doing uh like doing the laundry or something i'll just be yeah listening to him just talk at some uh university in brazil or something for hours
2: if they subtracted the sniffs and vocal ticks, would it be listenable still
1: i don't know like i think i need that like i need to hear him just like tearing at his fucking shirt every three seconds
2: (laughs) (laughs) it adds tempo
1: yeah, yeah, Damn. it really does. Yeah, I, I love him so much. He's like, he's the best. Awesome. Yeah, he, he rules. Like, yeah, that fucking. I think about that like little video that someone took on their phone of him like double fisting hot dogs while he walked down the street like every day. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> That's an actual man of the people. He never went goblin mode. He was born goblin mode, stayed goblin mode. And that, that is keeping it real. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. 100% the realest motherfucker of all time.
2: Hell yeah. yeah. Man, I fucking eagerly look forward to continuing the trash bunker philosophy of getting as large as possible. And then as soon as I turn like 70, if I fucking make it that far, instantly turning into a little sniffly gnome.
0: Yeah. (laughs) To pick up with flaps of skin hanging yeah. off you. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> Like some kind of land bound bat.
1: Yeah, It's going to be sick. It's going to be so wizened. Oh. Yeah. And the wizenedness is mostly going to come from the fact that, like, by that point, I would have been using steroids for about 40 years. <laughs> got a massive, just a massive head.
2: It's Your entire, entire body, like, tunneled, perpetually body. overclocked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it all
1: just, all the steroids go to my head. <laughs> it just gets bigger. <laughs> just fucking huge hypertrophy in my cheeks and jaws (laughs) the bobblehead yeah yeah take growth hormone and only my skull gets bigger
2: (laughs) You, you're kind of gruff man you're, you're kind of like you, you mm-hmm. could be like a, imagine if you grew horns like a ram yeah how would you feel about that
1: I, I reckon that'd be pretty fucking tight to be honest <laughs> imagine if your voice keeps
0: getting higher as your head gets bigger oh no I wouldn't want wouldn't that wouldn't that be so good like you just become a helium
1: balloon no I wouldn't want that I need I need like to to keep it I need a deep voice to keep grounded <laughs> yeah I need to keep super grounded I need to see people to take you seriously yeah I do with your head
0: the same width as your shoulders yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. but with my massive fuck off horns
2: <laughs> <laughs> and as your vocal cords grow because of yeah. the the hgh you develop this like increasingly or slower and slower vocal fry yes. so every vowel sound is slightly bleated yes But at like a very bass tone
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i love that yeah yeah dude if you had to have like animal horns what 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 animal horns would you have
0: oh those um yeah, I mean, I think the, the classic large curly ram horns are yeah. very, very strong. One. Yeah, they're fucking sick. Yeah, they're probably the strongest horns available. Yeah, you reckon you'd have those? Yeah, I reckon so. I like yeah. a good curly ram horn. Yeah, what about you, Eric? What do you
2: have? Uh, like a narwhal because there are so many grown-ass women <laughs> who seem to be like horn. super into unicorns well into their 30s. Would you
0: like, Do you want one narwhal horn or two, like one on either side?
2: Yeah, <laughs> no, just one's enough, I yeah. reckon. Yeah, like, holy, highly ornamental. I yeah. don't know if
0: you should be hanging out with women in their 30s that
2: are really into you. Yeah, I don't think I should be hanging out with women in their 30s at all. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I'm kidding. Maybe like horns of horns of like a wildebeest, you know, they're like. Like the right angles. <laughs> sick.
1: Yeah. I mean, the wildebeest have the whole thing where it's like that head plate yeah. that joins into the thing where totally. they look like, yeah, it's like an old timey wig of, yeah. of horn.
2: Or like one of the Dragon Age ogre things. Yeah. They yeah, look like yeah, pretty Yeah. Sick. like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. that's pretty staunch. Yeah. But right angles. Perpendicular shit is very mask.
0: Yeah. Yeah. True. There's masculine angle. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 All right. I got a couple of things to close us out Yeah, right, yeah. I so got a like, Take us home. Quoting Dwayne The Rock Johnson, I consider myself an industrialist and an entrepreneur and a businessman as well. I'm in the relationship business. I'm in the customer service business. I'm in the consumer product business. And I'm certainly in the movie business. I love building.
1: Uh, That's the American psycho shit. Also, like, that's some very Rockefeller
0: shit. I feel like that's what he's trying to challenge that channel there. Also, why would you call yourself an industrialist when you, anyway?
1: Yeah. When it's that's like, not when, it's, when it's also not like the 1900s. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah, uh, like, yeah, yeah I like, own you know, all the steel on the
0: East yeah, Coast. exactly. <laughs> I'm going to build a train line across America and live in a mansion on Long Island and uh, like keep
1: some poor people in the basement. Yeah. Yeah. That's very like dumb. That's my, that's all right. What, now we're going to watch a clip.
2: This is Dwayne The Rock Johnson on SNL. It's
0: called world's most evil invention.
1: Oh, God, he went on SNL. SNL fucking sucks. Anyone who likes it's a bitch. SNL, not I funny. I think we should do a pod on this
0: sketch and why
1: monument-based crime is considered that <laughs> evil. Yeah. Is that's this, um, this national for anti-Black Lives Matter? Yeah. That's very common San Diego shit as well. Like the, What?
0: That
2: was do? not
1: funny. I don't understand why this show... I don't know. That was shit. Yeah. Like, but- SNL's just fucking stupid.
2: Very, very dumb. I, I don't know. I, I don't really have a point with that, but just in my yeah. sort of trolling back through his history, I was just like...
1: Yeah, I wonder man, if they'll scrub of, that.
2: A bunch of people mentioned this. They were just like, man, what, what the fuck, man? Yeah, I
1: don't... Yeah, that's weird. Fucking SNL.
2: Do we have any, like, closing thoughts on this shit? I, I don't really fucking know. I don't... I don't. I feel like this is the least psychotic of any of the apps we've done. It's just it's kind of like weird enough in and of itself right mm, this yeah. whole phenomenon that we can kind of see unfolding before us but yeah. n- everyone would prefer to any other option to the point where no one really gives a fuck yeah, that it's s- kind of artificial
0: yeah that's right the psychotic yeah. part of it is that it is actually the preferred outcome almost like it's not actually something that would be worse necessarily it, does, it doesn't seem that odd
2: yeah this is the, this is the good ending
0: yeah God, I hate that.
2: Darkest pod? <laughs> Next
0: time on Trash Bunker, we talk about.
2: Janos finally gets yeah. on the gear.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm finally going to do it. We <laughs>
2: measure,
1: measure Janos' head yeah. for three months at a time and tell you what we find. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm getting over my fear of needles solely for the sake of being
2: able to take gear. <laughs> Are you going to give yourself like stick and poke tattoos or something to warm up to it? Or? Uh, no, uh,
1: so far I've just been watching or trying to watch all of like the, the vaccinations that they've been giving me um, and uh, yeah, I'll get to a point where I'll just like, I don't know, I'll just buy a bunch of needles off the internet and try and stick them in my butt and just see what happens. <laughs> yeah, see, cool. see if I can stomach that.
2: Do you, do you like the swelling you get in your delts after you get a vaccine?
1: Um, not that type of swelling that I get in my delts. Like after I do like fucking a fucking sickening amount of side lateral raises, yes.
2: Okay, gotcha. I mean that's a comparatively minor pump.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: Would you get a pump before going to the doctor to impress the nurse who gives you the vaccine?
1: (laughs) No, I wouldn't just because that would increase the pain because mm. you got to be you got to be you got to be floppy sounds like you've tried it no I haven't I just like know that like if you tense you. up it hurts a lot I don't believe you yeah that oh, no, that's
2: that's that why you get the pump so that's like residual increased yeah no size. no even then like no. No, be, no, 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 I'm sure I'm that silent. all the
1: doctors you've been to thought you were a very healthy boy yeah no they're not the ones that do my blood work I'll tell you that much
2: <laughs> 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 this has been Trash Punko my my name's eric uh, fair enough <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck we still haven't come up with like a fucking ending yeah, we're, thing we're never gonna
1: get it we're never yeah gonna get it. there's uh, no there's no good way to finish this
2: yeah i don't know just maybe what's something uh, helpful that we can tell our audience to just keep them going until the next one
0: never stop staring into the sun mm. yep of culture
2: did I, did I That's tell you, helpful.
1: did I, did I tell you about the, <laughs> I like it. It's kind of
2: like our saying, it's like the way out is through. I yeah. like, yeah, it's the way of it like is that. through.
1: Did I ever tell you about the Spanish teacher that I had, Yoli? No. She was great. She, True. uh, she, she, she was this like weird hippie lady who would, um, like get like fucking wild aggressive road rage, but would just like listen to like fucking like mystical pan flute music in a car
2: while she was fucking yeah, yeah, so raging just, out. yeah
1: so she'd be like trying to like chill and like meditate as she was driving and she'd just like fucking someone cut her off and she'd just like fucking scream wild <laughs> <laughs> great she was so sick but like this fucking weird hippie lady god i love her uh she had like a bunch of just like dumb theories and one of them uh was that actually staring at the sun is really good for your eyes but you have to like start you like you can't just like fucking stare at the sun that's insane Right. You have to start by like looking at just for a little while, but squinting really hard. And then you have to like, you know, just progressively overload. You have to stare for a little bit longer. Then you can open your eyes a little bit more. And eventually you want to get to the point where you're staring directly at the sun. And her reasoning behind this and why it's just so evidently real and true is because it's it like this is some you know medicinal wisdom from ancient China. And... Chinese people don't wear glasses. There's not. There's not a like. There's just. This is why Chinese people don't wear glasses. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like, this, like this so is you just never like. But obviously, this is a person who has like never left this town in Mexico, Incredible. and so like, but it's just like never like Googled like Chinese man with glasses. <laughs> so, i was just like like this person
2: who has like just 5g internet like on her doorstep yep yeah right there and just what we're saying is point. that
0: anyone who has never googled neoliberalism is the same
1: yes
2: totally sure. i think i think that's like our closing bit right there yeah listeners get some fucking daylight keep all three eyes open and never ever look away
1: hey. yeah there we go
2: all right bye Goodbye. Goodbye. love you One take, that's a wrap.